It's football time, and we scored a dime. Football's on, so let's smoke a bomb. TGIF. Where in the world is Troy getting hammered? On this week's episode of Thank God It's Fantasy, Squirrely Dan's older brother is getting hammered at a music festival in Austin, Texas. And joining him to help decide which musical acts he should partake is... I'll be damned it's Wes, as commissioner. He's got the goods dude, as the guy who knows the least about music. Yikes Mountain, as the Duke of Hard Seltzers. And featuring Wade Jones as Wade Jones. We take you there now, already in progress. Got 250 songs on the official playlist right here in Spotify. Holy shit. You so, did your homework. Well, you know, this is kind of a thing I do once in a while. I, uh, I might not have any talent I choose to use anymore musically, but uh, <laughs> I, uh, I do appreciate the effort put into getting there. <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally. So you've been busy out and about traveling the uh, United States doing stuff. How yeah, was it? Yeah, I have. I've had a hell of a run, really. I had had some stuff that was pre-planned before COVID, and so it okay. kind of came due. And then, um, then I uh, have a real cheap way to live, to visit down in Vegas. So I went down there and saw Goods for a couple little oh, while. Nice. I got yeah. some other friends down there. Yeah, cool. So cool. it's cool. And, and I you got went to uh, uh, and you got to go to New Orleans. No, I'm in Nashville. Oh, Nashville. That's right. I'm sorry. Same, same in my book. I've never been in I've never been to New Orleans yet. But uh, New Orleans is one of my favorite towns I've ever vacated. Well, I don't know if I vacationed. I went there for like four days. Uh, my dad invited me because he had a business trip, and I said, "Fuck it, I'll fly down there." Excellent. But that that city is uh, that city is amazing. So I would definitely want to go in the winter time when it's not around Mardi Gras, right? That's what everyone says. Go in right, any time, yeah, we Mardi Gras time. We were right on the cusp of that. So uh, it was still kind of bubbling over with the energy and stuff like that. But it was interesting. I had one of my more embarrassing moments ever in my life in front of my father that, uh, that weekend. We, uh, we went out, we had dinner, and one of his colleagues was buying high-end whiskey. And I don't really drink whiskey much, but I was that night. We, <laughs> went, back to, we went back to another bar, well, actually the bar at the hotel. And uh, we're sitting there drinking and this girl sidles up next to us and she's, uh, she's a real piece of work. And um, at, at some point she starts insulting my dad, claiming that he's flirting with her. <laughs> so, so we get off on this really weird tangent. My dad's like, I'm going to go to bed. Like you can hang out and whatever. And so I'm talking to this girl and um and we're just going at it. Like, I, I mean, I, I am not the kind of person that is like that, but I guess apparently whiskey had its, uh, I wake up in my, in, in my hotel room with my dad, he's sitting there working. He's like, how was your night? And I'm like, uh, good, I think. And he's like, well, you know, you were brought back to the room by some strangers. They had you in a wheelchair. God. <laughs> Uh, so then we ended up going to the world war ii museum that day that was a really interesting day (laughs) a long day too i'm sure yeah it's funny i went back and apologized uh to the bartender the next night and she was like honey you were a gem but that girl you were sitting next to was a fucking bitch and i'm like what happened (laughs) and she was like 
you guys were arguing about something and I came over and, and she was going in on you and I came over and said, Hey, you need to settle down. And she called me a cunt. Oh. So I kicked her out. I was like, Oh, okay. Well, am I good? And she's like, you're good. But you know, I was only there for one more day, but yep. apparently I, uh, I made friends with the entire bar and those are the people that took me up in the wheelchair. So yeah. Excellent. You know, if you haven't, I, I, I think if you haven't had one of those one or many of those nights, you probably haven't tried very hard when you're on vacation. It's great to have yeah, your whole life tightened up and everything is, everything is pitch perfect. And you do 1700 calories a day and 2.2 drinks per, per month. And, you know, we all live forever if, until we don't. And so. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Totally. But, uh, totally. Yeah, no, I, I killed it in Nashville. I saw, saw Roger Waters, um, that uh, yeah, long delayed tour. It was four hours of Roger Waters with a with an with like a half hour intermission. Really four good stuff. Hours, yeah. God, that's like a dead show. Yeah, yeah. They didn't even jam that much, really. But I mean, it was a full on accoutrement of probably a third or 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 almost half of what he's done solo, and then everything that's famous from Pink Floyd. Wow, that's really impressive. They did a big tribute to Sid. Go ahead. Were you planning on going to that show? Yeah, we bought tickets in 2019 pre-COVID. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Nice. Uh, so I'm kicking around Nashville that day. Um, my friends, I'm there a couple days early because, you know, Idaho, you can't get there from here, right? So you can't leave <laughs> right. the day before or anything. You got to go at least two days early in case your plane gets canceled. So I'm there early waiting for my bud to show up. He's flying, He's driving into town from somewhere else. And, and I'm walking around having some breakfast and see, hey, opening tonight, uh, brand new venue, Michael Fronte and, and Spearhead performing live. So I was like, well, I'm a big, I'm a big Michael, Michael Fronte fan. So I was like, great. So I picked up tickets for like 35 bucks, practically. Really? Cheap. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And he goes and he does his, he does his Michael Fronte thing, you know, that all the, all the stuff that he's all about. And at the end of the, sh- end, the show ends, everyone claps, they bring the house lights up. Everyone leaves out. Well, me and my friend and a couple other folks, um, just kind of sitting around milling around it's outside. So it's real nice. And suddenly he's like, hey, hey, yo, come on over here. So his whole band comes to the edge of the stage and sits on the edge of the stage, puts their feet over and does start doing beatboxes. And we do a sing along for like 45 more minutes. It's like 40 people, 40 people in the whole band. It was fucking amazing. God, that's impressive. That's great. Yeah, it's always nice when you, especially like when you're on vacation, you stumble into, into a random show. Yeah, you're like, oh my god, I can't believe this is happening tonight. So I've had a few of those. That's that's always nice. I friend of mine actually just texted me. It's so funny. He's like, he's like, I'm not feeling well today. Um, I got an extra tortoise ticket. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah. I'm like, and of course, it's like happening in like an hour. So I passed it up. But like, um, that's the kind of thing also that I'm getting used to with living in Portland is that like on any given fucking day, there's somebody playing that I'm like, Oh my God. Absolutely. So I got to figure out my, my, the, the right way to keep up with that stuff. It used to be the newspaper, but I don't think we quite, I don't see those anymore. So bands in town is a hell of an app for a place like Portland. Oh yeah. Yep. Yep. Totally. Totally. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm looking forward to your, uh, to, to your feature episode where we, Ron and I get into, get into what you're all about with your, your scene and your skill set and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, I, uh, for various reasons, I quit pursuing my musical adventures as a, as an adolescent, uh, and, uh, decided to start putting my money into touring, uh, listening to tours 
and buying speakers and that sort of stuff because, because I did. And, uh, you know, long story short, here I am an old man going to a young people's festival this weekend. So uh, you're not an old man, you know, like, and that's how you stay young anyway. So, I mean, I think, <clears throat> good God, I'm blowing up here on Twitter. Um, Congratulations. Well, no, I don't know. It's a friend of mine just sending me tons of shit. I have no idea what's going on. So um, uh, what was I going to say? I, I grew up, well, we can save this for the pod, but long story short, like long story short is I never expected to play in a band. Um, and I was actually kind of helping these guys book in their shows and stuff like that. And they were a two piece and they were kind of like, well, what do you think would make us more popular? And I said, you know, more people. Um, <laughs> and, and they were just like, well, do you want to be in it? I like did not expect that at all. And it's actually the guy I live with right now. So, um, yeah, it was a kind of stumbled into it at the age of 30. Never thought I was going to kind of do that stuff. And then did that pretty much all through my thirties. It's really fun. So nice. obviously made, made great friendships out of it too. So that's yeah, a lot of people. Oh, I so, don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. I've got some, we can do a, a sub episode on, on all the dead bluegrass people. I, spent time in their trailers with over the years in the seventies <laughs> yeah. and eighties. corner, Yeehaw! That would be a good one. We're all, where is everybody? I don't know. Wes's mom's acting up again. So he's going to be late and goods oh, is okay. goods is doing whatever goods is doing. And, and Ron had to do dad work to, for a, some sort of concert or something for his kid. And I don't expect Capo or, or a Bo to show up. They don't tend to come to the music episodes very much. Well, that's okay. We're recording good content here. We always are, you know. It's, oh uh, yeah, totally. totally. I don't know what the fuck happened so, with you guys trying to do your own draft and fucked it up, but uh, I guess if I'm not there yeah, to hold your one, hands, you can't do shit. That one was a total mystery because, uh, like I said, when I logged in, it said it was recording, so it's somewhere. I but, bet it's on that Steve's PC. I bet he was the first one there and the last one to leave. I bet it. I bet it, he was definitely he was the first one there for sure. Yeah. Yeah, he's a he's so. a big fan of big fan of podcasting, evidently. So yeah, <laughs> well said. <laughs> no, we sure do like having Ron Ron volunteering to do all this editing. I mean, he's he takes these three hour ramble fests and cuts them and puts all that cool shit in there and things. Where Ron Ron has a really unique style. Like the the pod doesn't really sound like anything else. Um, and I thought it was really cool when Yeti. Uh, tweeted out like you should listen to these guys they're weird and i remember like i told you guys i heard another podcast talking about us and i thought yeah. they had said weird and they didn't but i i think it finally got validated there with uh with yeti talking about it by who by the way is like god damn is that dude nice like, he's the sweetest dude, dude in the world yeah and uh he and streeter are super nice um i have a more i have more affinity for for yeti um yeti's a little more my speed of a dude um and uh, I listened to their, to their pod for a while, and they sent me a Christmas ornament made out of oh, their shit. pod logo. Yes, yes, maybe no. <laughs> um, that's that's and, amazing. Uh, yeah, then we got in, got connected with a few other things. And, and so, you know, anything Yeti does, I support just on general principle. I mean. Well, it's funny because we, speaking of music, like we connected. So long story short, like I joined Twitter in like 2009. But I don't. I didn't really, first couple years, I did some stuff. Um, actually made an account called God of Lessa, where I talked about Lessa and blessed all the children that tweeted about Lessa. <laughs> um, 
that one went pretty well for a while. Um, but, uh, you know, I got in through my ex-girlfriend and I think about, you know, about the time we broke up, I just didn't, um, I just didn't do it for a while. And then in January of this year or December, somewhere around there, I started getting more involved probably due to the show Mm -hmm. because you could, you know, get such a more intimate follow of the show and it's, it's, uh, satellite followers and it's super fans and stuff like that. Um, and I had never listened to the yes, maybe no podcast ever. And one night I was just sitting up and it popped up in the Twitter spaces thing. Oh yeah. That they were, that they were going live and they were going to talk about the big game. Yeah. You were there. I remember seeing that's been the first time yeah. I saw your name. Yeah, totally. And so I dropped in on that and I, and they allowed me to talk on it and it was super cool. I started following Yeti and then I realized that Yeti, um, is we have a lot of things in common. We're both Mariners fans. Uh, but he lived in Seattle about the same time I did back in, uh, that must've been mid two thousands or something yep. like that. Yep. I don't know how it, we just started talking about that. We started talking about Pedro the lion. And ever since then, it's like, whenever I post, whenever I tweet something, he's like, usually I don't usually get a ton of likes, but if I get one, he's usually in there. Yeah. So, yeah. He, he's, he's a pretty, he, the only thing, the only time he doesn't like things, such a uh, neutral Switzerland. Well, Switzerland is never really neutral. He's such a neutral third party. But, uh, <laughs> I would never want to get him in trouble. I've actually deleted a few tweets I've deleted have been because I, I tweeted at Yeti about things that, that I felt I was putting him on the spot for. So I deleted. Um, right. right. And, uh, right. Hey, old man, about time you got here. That's an interesting take, by the way. Is Switzerland right. not neutral? Nah, they've been. They were. They were never really neutral. They took everybody's money. They were always just greedy. Okay. So they they were able to protect their money from there, and they they had some deep Nazi connections as well that were not no, really played out till much later. Well, I wonder how that phrase came about. Then I think because they they you know claim neutrality <laughs> and and it's oh, in the middle of point. and they've been what doing it that? since since the fifteen hundreds. So what are we talking about? We're talking about Switzerland. What's the problem with you? I got no problems. Look at show up late. Give us shit. That ain't right. Everything's good here. You guys hear me good? Here you you sound good. Real good. I got a trusty little fancy microphone. Hey, look at you being all fancy. Is that a new entering the chat? Look at all these people rolling in. All right. I am very well prepared for this topic, Troy. Well, this is the whole idea, right? Is you don't care. I am looking at it right now for the first time. <laughs> That's exactly what we want out of this. I also have questions. Nobody has answers, so that'll be great. All right. Bo, yeah, what's the new. format? What, 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 how are we playing this, Troy? Well, I was hoping to do uh, three rounds, which was each day, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Everyone pick a band they thought would be cool to listen to. And if you had something to say about it, great. If you didn't, no big deal. Um, cause I'm trying to fill out my bingo card to actually go to as many shows as I, as, as people would, uh, support, uh, while I'm over there. Um, as an aside, we have an Austin FC, uh, soccer game on Sunday afternoon. I'm going to, so I was really nice. hoping cap would show up because I bought a, a ticket in the, in the super fan section where you have to wear gear and you have to learn the songs or you get removed from the, they, the security puts you somewhere else. So I've got some songs to learn about soccer between now and Sunday as well. That's an interesting uh, thought. Like, who's the guy that polices that? Evidently, um, the song's not so much. But if you're if you're not wearing 
yeah, uh, yeah. team gear. They yeah stop you at the it's general admissions. So they stop you at the the gate to get in of the section. Wait, you have to I wear team the, gear. You have to wear team gear or get stopped. In the in the in the in the super fan section, yeah. Communist Russia is that where we live? <laughs> no, I think we live in I think we live in football super fandom. Oh, there's two bows now. How does that work? Yikes! I'm not talking to you, man. Screw you for beating me in fantasy football. Oh come on! I already told you I felt bad about that. Uh, and I felt bad about calling you a sheep, so we're even. Oh, you didn't actually think I was mad about that, did you? No, I didn't. Okay, good. Yeah. All right, yeah. Totally. I did not. I do think I, I will, and I'm going to say this until other people get on board. Sizzling hot takes. Scorigami, get over yourself. <laughs> if you I can find it from that. losing a gambling bet, you know they weren't paying attention. You can like numbers, but you cannot tell me there's anything actually exciting about it until the conclusion. No, I didn't say that. The conclusion's exciting. It, 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 okay, the conclusion is interesting, not exciting. I will so, agree with you, there's nothing exciting about it. Mike Ryan has also bothered me about Scorgon because he gets really into it. And that, like, he, his interest in Scorgami bothers me, I guess. Um, that would seem to be somewhat gambling influence, perhaps? Not, I mean, not really. I mean, if, if I could, I tell you what. If sportsbooks offered, will there be Scorigami this week? I would bet it every week and just give them money, basically, because it doesn't happen that often. But as far as I know, I saw once in a Super Bowl. Actually, we were able to – the company I used to work for, you could submit props that you wanted to see, and uh, they would choose specific ones. And I actually got one, chosen ones. Mine was last year. It was – Will there be a touchdown drive of under under 59 seconds? And I bet the yes, and it hit. I think T. Higgins got like a bomb touchdown or whatever. But Scorigami was also one of them that, and it was not a Scorigami. So the books just cleaned up because nobody's, everyone's going to bet yes. It's plus money. Nobody's going to bet no. You know, Right, but, well, but the smart bet would be no. Yeah, but minus three thousand. What are you going to bet? Three hundred bucks to win a dollar? You know what I mean? Like you're not. Gonna... Oh, good point. Good point. Uh, so, um, anyway, uh, Scorigami, get over yourself. Well, Fair we should enough. have a whole bunch of episodes of get over yourself. I mean, I've got a whole list in my back pocket. I've been just accumulating just this week: Ooh. barking dogs, Chris oh. Cody, two of super fans, two anon, losing fantasy football. Well, so <laughs> judge. How oh, shoot, we, we bounced just... Bo with our boredom talk. See you, Bo. <laughs> How about we just keep it to concern about Tua's health and not worry about who has an opinion on whether or not he should have played, shouldn't have played. How about who cares about the opinions? And let's worry about the guy who looks like he, you know, might be going into a coma after getting hit hard. Like, that was the problem is, like, are we concerned about Tua or are we just defending that he was cleared by a doctor? Like, yeah. I don't really care if he was cleared by a doctor. Now I'm really concerned about this guy. And, and not, right, to, and not right. to fucking mention said doctor was fired. Yeah, I felt wow, like Wes. I felt like that Coming was hot. Hand. Welcome Flaming back. Well, we thought maybe me. you bounced on purpose. Oh, I figured out my technical difficulties. Hey, dude. Ah, hey. What is up? 
Yeah, man, glad I, to see you. First, is this the first viewing yeah. of Bo? Also, it, it is. Yes, no, it I gotta is. get with the crowd. I gotta get me a yep. I gotta get oh. me a, a crowd fund or crowd. What what's it called? Kickstarter for a, a camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this your phone new is iOS man. Freaking <laughs> Apple iOS got me all uh, turned around, man. I did change all my permissions and settings so now i'm in i'm in all right in stereo no less trying to check out out all that stuff behind you obviously the wade jersey's awesome oh of course of course Uh, hold on yeah wait hold on oh man 80 80 80 you've betrayed me and roy you're with Apple now, so you're you're not Android. Yes, yes. You see these shoes. My, my God, Jersey. Crime. Yes. Tampa Bay. Hold on, Let me yes. tell you something. I see. Done. I see Mike Alston work done in my nightmare. Still just going through Vikings <laughs> defenses, uh, unable to stop them. They're the only. They're oh, the man. team. They're the team that beat that '98 team regular season. Uh, 15 and oh one. man, that 98 team that dad, they should have. Man, I, I was just talking to my uh, my sister about that. She was a big Vikings fan back in the day, and and I was like, Gary Anderson didn't miss a kick all year. <sighs> he missed that why, one bro, kick. Why? Why are you? No, I know. Hey, <laughs> I'm mad for you. I'm mad for you guys. Me and Yikes want to die. Oh no. Oh. Hey. hey. I okay, like that team. I like Moss and all those guys. No, that was a great oh. team. That they would have smoked the Broncos that oh, year. Why are you doing the Super Bowl? Well, okay, Gary sorry. Anderson a Steeler. Real quick, real who, quick, Bo. What's who, that? What's that gold helmet behind you? Oh, that's LSU. I'm a, I'm a LSU guy. LS, okay, all right. Give, yeah, us, oh, give us your you best know, limited you want, fake uh, coach. Or you want family? <laughs> you want family? Family. <laughs> talking about family. <laughs> my family. <laughs> Ed Ordron, uh, yeah. That Ed Ordron picture of him in, in bed with that woman that got put on, on Twitter out there that when he made that oh, appearance man. at LSU was so weirdly embarrassing. And yet he was so weirdly proud of it at the same time. And I was like, mm. well, he, he, yeah. Oh, he was the king of Louisiana. You, you, you're from Louisiana. You win a national championship. You're the king of Louisiana. And he acted like, it, so <laughs> yeah, I like him. I like Cocho. I like him too. He just he got to win, though. <laughs> was it really that bad? All the recruiting things he allegedly did. I, I don't know anything about. It. I just I was an LSU fan at the time of the moment, just because he wasn't Georgia or Ohio State or Alabama. So I kind of got on on the bandwagon. But was was were the recruiting violations really like that egregious, or just kind of nil pre nil by a couple of years, and he got busted for it and ran out of town? Yeah, it, it was part of it. Was well. One of the articles I read, apparently one of the offensive linemen's dad got a no-show job for a, a hospital making like a quarter million dollars a year. So that was that was a big one they got caught on. But I think really the big one, it was a kind of one of those institutional lack of control deals where he was there when the, the, less, uh, the guys situation happened, the sexual assault. He was there for that. Also, Les Miles was there, not Les Geis. Uh, it was a... Uh, Geis, whoever the uh, running back was. I think his last name was Geis. G-U-I-C-E? Yeah, Geis. Yeah. yeah. Geis was the running back. There was some – a lot of – that happened. I mean, it was not quite the Baylor, Browse, and Hell type of situation, but there was some not cool stuff going on there and, you know, kind of turning a blind eye to some stuff. 
that part of it was less miles and that kind of bled into the Ogeron regime. And, and then when you don't win, you, you got to go yeah. in the SEC. If you don't win, I think that's really what did it. He didn't win. He, if he kept winning, the administration, you know, the, the school oh, was yeah. probably just kind of turned a blind eye. But he can't keep losing to Bama and losing to Ole Miss, too, and getting blown out by Mississippi State. That, that'll, that'll get you out of Baton Rouge quick. So, uh, oh, mm-hmm. oh, Kelly better learn. I will say this. That LSU team that had Burrow and – like Jefferson and Chase, like they, they, like I would like to see them play like that, like the Miami team from the early aughts. You know, these like what if, like you know, if you could hook up NCAA football and uh, you know have these teams go at it in simulations to see who would win. Put the ninety nine or nineteen ninety one uh, Colorado Buffaloes in there, man. <laughs> you Midwest fuck. <laughs> Midwest, Colorado's not the Midwest. Let me look at the map. Yeah, Colorado. Was that that the fifth down team? Was that the fifth down team? Yes, it was. My my cousin actually played on that. I blame them being in the Big Twelve, thinking that they're in the the Midwest. (laughs) My my cousin was the uh, fifth string quarterback on that team, actually. So Uh, bona fides. Yes, he beat me to it. Real look at me, Louie, there, huh? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Did you say your fifth cousin or your cousin was fifth string? <laughs> he was fifth string. Uncles, cousins, brothers. Okay, you. next question. How close was he to ever playing? Was played, he like two uh, away? Was he two away ever? Or? No, because they had Darian Hagan. They had... Uh, Oh What's yeah, because I know that name. They had Vance Joseph, who's now coaching in the NFL. They had was he a quarterback? Uh, yes. Wow, he was. Hmm. He was way. He 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 had one play that year for zero yards, one carry. Uh, did he kneel or what? Uh no. I think he lost just him. so. Hey, was that was, that wasn't Urban Meyer assistant coach Colorado? Was it? Because no, he was for a while. So. He was a Utah man, no, I think, I'm, wasn't he? Yeah. Okay. Because I, yeah, I knew that, a guy. I knew a guy who played for Colorado when Urban Meyer was assistant coach, and he said everyone just hated his guts, like wanted to fight him. But it sounds like there were some wild stories too. Yeah, I think that that program. I, I mean, that was an era where a lot of stuff was unchecked, and from the stories I got from my cousin, things were things were wild. And speaking of wild, hey, uh, hey, Troy, Godfather, we kind of hijacked your music uh, episode of sports, didn't we? Oh, we don't care about that. Sports, sports. All right, Troy, before we get to to it, can we all raise a glass of whatever we have in honor of Tom Brady's marriage, which now appears Uh, as of today? Officially over? Giselle's gone? You know what? I think this is a good thing for both of them. Well, you know what? I guess we know why he missed a couple of weeks in August, huh? Well, he had to deal with some shit. He said so. Yeah, he had a lot of shit going on, yeah. Mm-hmm. He had to get a good attorney, man. So There was clearly a prenup because she's a she was a billionaire before they got married. Yeah, oh, isn't, yeah. He, isn't she oh, worth yeah. more than him? Yes. Yeah. I, honestly, I don't know why either of them were still trying. I mean, just like... They obviously were not on the same page or getting Stay along. Stay together for the kids. So, Stay together for the kids. I think, the kids. I think the children Maddie. of Tom Brady and Giselle will be just fine. So And attractive. Awesome. Yeah, that's true. All right. Well, this is the, super- 
Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to see. I saw a tweet that Zach Wilson said something to the uh, the extent uh, to do, uh, to Giselle ugh, um, that he's available. That's a fine, by the way. Whatever Big fine. Those Antonio Brown. What's your point? Oh my God! That guy. oh that wow. IG post. Oh man. Ugh. Oh, he's the best. He's just the best. On top of it, just exposing himself in front of an entire hotel pool. But you know. I- and he's probably still better in like a th- like what at least a, a third of the uh, wide receivers in the NFL right now. Okay. Oh yeah, he's p- probably yeah. Troy, can I ask a couple of questions before we embark on this? Well, sure. We can refresh anything. This is, we have yet to do anything important other than chit chat with our friends. So have okay. at it. Number one, there are six different locations of the this. It's in one place, one gigantic park about. 200 acres or so. There's six different stages. Six different stages. So, I mean, they got to be far enough apart where you can't hear our one while the other's going on, right? Yeah, it's, it's about a 20-minute walk to go to go around all the stages uh, and drink oh, a beer. Geez. Yeah, okay. okay. I'm glad, like, when I was making my uh, top five in OLI, not too many coincide with one another. And the lazy people sit in the middle and try and split the difference, and they just get their heads explode. Wait, so you can hear all of it then if you're... If you get in the wrong spot, you can. Yeah, there's just a bunch of noise smashing each other around, yes. Okay, which leads me to my next question. Uh, Only because I have recently had the pleasure of hanging out with you. Um, And if, if I'm guessing right on this and it makes you emotional, I'm sorry. But did you find out recently that you have like seven months to live and you're just like vacationing everywhere and doing everything you wanted to do before that happens. And by the way, it's a great movie. Like, great. I want to write the screenplay. Super, sign me up to play myself. Oh, wait, that'd be another fun episode. (laughs) (laughs) I guess uh, Kevin James is my guy, right? Uh, We could do better. Yeah, I can. Brad Pitt. Like all the Big Ten coaches. coaches. That's right, yeah, yeah. Jeff Jeff Bridges, no doubt. Yeah. So here's what happened. Here's what happened to the record. Um, Nashville was a pre-COVID commitment that happened. Um, got rescheduled like four times, and so I had to pack up all my shit and get to Nashville in a hurry for that uh, those, those set of concerts. Um, the alleged Sia episode was was an easy thing because I've got friends that, that ha- are, are down there. I can stay for free, so it's not that bad, bad of a drive from where I live. Austin is uh, a thing I like to go to as regularly as I can, as long as I can get people to go with me. Right, 120,000 person festival, you do not go by yourself. I did once. It was not a good time for me, and I also probably got removed by security. Um, so there's that. Oopsie so, uh, daisy. So you definitely don't want to go to a festival that big by yourself because you never know, A, how much you're going to buy to consume, and B, what you might get provided by your newfound friends you just bought beers for. So, uh, yeah, so I found some people to go to ACL with me in, into Austin, and uh, it's a big, giant uh, park. There's these six festivals, six stages. All day long, as the bands get more and more famous, they reduce the bands. So at the end of the night, there are essentially two headliners, right? At the start of the day, there are as many as five or six. All six bands will be going at one time at a certain point. And uh, you can't obviously see them all, but they all have recordings. They all have podcasts. They all have Spotify albums. Um, they all have cool names. 
So I go out there and, and uh, try and see as many as I can and enjoy what I can do. Damn it, Bo, you left again. Oh, uh, well, uh, before we uh, like start listing off, hey, you should see X or Y, Like, who are you looking forward to seeing? Well, I'm really looking forward to the um, the silent disco. That's one of my favorites. You put on your headphones and yes. you're jam away tonight. Hell yeah! That, that was. Uh, I'll go ahead and like spoiler. Like that was like the OLA of the OLA on my yeah. list. And silent, um, silent disco is the group. No, it's a it's an it's an activity. You put, <laughs> you put on <laughs> headphones you, <laughs> and they play a channel. So you pick it. You pick a channel of just Red Hot Chili Peppers or just Yikes Mountain or just Goods or whatever else and. You, you you express yourself in the ways you need to express yourself. So okay, I still don't think I understand. Express no, yourself. You yeah. Well, why, basically, guys. Why 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 why? Well, like I don't know. Like just imagine you're going to a, a concert, goods, and like instead of people just being there, like hey, let, blah, 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 there, oh, here's the speakers. It's loud as fuck. You get headphones, and that's how you're listening to the concert. And you can listen. You can change stations or whatever. Like he was, like you know, like Troy was saying. So what? Do you just stand there and sway like a weirdo next to like other people doing it? <laughs> no, man. You stand there and dance like a like one's watching. Like you're drunk at a wedding and you're 12. Okay, I want you to do it, and I want you to play Sandstorm on repeat for two hours. Yes. All right. As long as you commit to pay my liquor bill for the trip for the three-day festival, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll do that. I after spending a couple of evenings with you, I don't know if I would commit to one full day of it in general. <laughs> like you can, you can drink, man. I'll put you up against any one of my friends who can drink a lot. Okay, it's. Yeah. It's never a point of pride, but yet it's it's what we what we do to get by. As Yikes and I said before, everyone else got here. Nobody lives forever. Well, so he is traveling around the world before he dies. Well, I think he tried to kill me while he was here. It was it was a it was a, a novel attempt. I really appreciated Good's friends in Vegas. They were nice people. Um, we got a nice couple nice walks in with a crazy homeless guy yelling at us as we made our laps. And um, saw a really That's cool right. screen at a, at a locals bar down there that I'll go back to again. So, Mister Mister Goods is definitely a good tour guide. If you make it into his city, look him up because he will treat you enough ways you can't not uh, appreciate one of them. Look it and, up, and the more notice, the better. And then I'll take like a couple of days off because then I'll, you know, it's the it's the days I have to work the next day where it's like I try to be semi responsible even though I wasn't, and I really paid the price. We'll just say the, the following <laughs> morning. Very much paid the price. Gotta hang well, tough then. That's fair. Well, let's let's not get into new kids on the block with hanging tough. That's not great. Yeah, good call. Whoa. All right. So I, All right, so, well, here's what here's what we got going on. Um, nobody cares if you know these bands or not, if you like these bands or not, or if you know these bands deeply and, and need need someone to go. We would just go uh, around around the window as I see it. Um for me. It'll be yikes, goods, and commish. Um, throw your throw your Friday your Friday uh, person out there if you got one. I would pay good money to go see SZA. That's a fine, by the way. That was a fine. Why? Yikes! Yeah, you didn't you didn't hit the mute button when you cleared your throat. You didn't dump your car. Like, like did like you got to hit the mute button and then All like right. it won't find you. The first the first pick is in. It's SZA on Friday night. A co-opening band, SZA being there with the full ensemble doing an hour and a half up against 
the chicks doing the only two hour set of the whole weekend. Oh, that whoa. becomes a challenge because the chicks are uh, revitalized careers numerous times and they no longer are a, are a catchy country band. So excellent. Thank you. Yikes for your choice. Uh, goods. It's up to you now and welcome back, but we're doing them Friday, Friday picks. If you have one, you'll come after commish. Oh, my, I already heard my pick was stolen. I think. Wow. <laughs> oh, can't all pick already? the good ones. All right. Yeah. My pick is uh, a band I have never heard of, but I uh, feel confident in their ability. Genesis Owusu playing <laughs> at 4 p.m. I chose it because it's in the Tito's Handmade Vodka section. Yes. Thing that you would indulge in that. Mm. And it would keep you away from something called Zach Bryan, which to me sounds like country. I would concur that Zach Bryan is also a country band. I also have my my gal Jasmine Summerlin, who is a a sweet sweet uh, solo singer. So I'll 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 agree to split my time with Genesis Uwusu. I'm sorry, Troy. I can't trust anyone named Jasmine. So I got a little bit of a bad history there. But you do uh, you. you do you. Excellent, excellent. All right, Tiffany. Then. Tiffany, by the way. Yeah. All right, Kamish, you're up. Well, you got anything for Friday? All right, yeah, Friday, night one. I got Big Gigantic from six to seven. Six to seven, huh? Now, granted, if I took my no- I took notes, by the way. If I took my notes right, that uh, you might bleed into James Blake. I'm not sure if you're interested in seeing him or not. But I'm a big, big, gigantic fan. I've actually seen him live a couple of times. One at a festival, one like at an indoor venue, like a kind of more of a smaller, like eh, about a thousand ish can fit in venue. Um, they're really good. Like if uh, Stu Gotts was in the EDM, he would love this band. It's like uh, like a jam band slash like DJ kind of like vibes. And uh, if you can get you, uh, you know, like an Eddie, an edible, you know, some, uh, I don't know, like whatever other party favors you can get a hold of that you like getting into other than alcohol, check out some Big Gigantic. Stu Gotts and me will approve. Guy who well, the Stu Gotts and you is strong because I think they're playing Saturday. Oh, are they? I, I definitely took my notes <laughs> wrong then. Also, guy who calls an edible an Eddie. Uh, tremendous, <laughs> tremendous check, no douche, yes, or whatever yeah. it is. Uh, All right, big gigantic douche, wins. Douche or no douche. Yeah, big gigantic wins that time slot. Thanks, Kamish. I was gonna go see my guy Nathaniel Rayliff because I have seen him about twelve times, and he's on the stage for uh, for my for my final episode of the Night of the Chicks. But uh, I can do some big gigantic swing by, get my front row seat for the chick, my front row stand spot for the chicks, and call it good for a Friday night. Hold on, hold on. So I was right. They were on Friday night. So who, yeah. gets, so who has to put money in whatever fine bucket we have set up that we have not called yet? Venmo me so and uh, I'll so take care I'm, of it. I'm looking, at, I'm looking at Saturday and I see Big Gigantic. So I could be wrong. Maybe weekend two. Uh, weekend two. Ah, so you're looking at oh. weekend two, maybe. Oh, so that's another fun. Oh, My man, worldwide tour does not take in. up two weekends. Uh, I read the internet wrong. Wait, was I supposed? To, am I supposed to be on weekend one or weekend two? Weekend one. <clears throat> All right, let's clarify. Uh-huh. I took SZA. Okay, which, which is weekend one, right? 
right? Isn't that weekend one? That is weekend one. Weekend one. And, uh, oh, and I, I also read the internet wrong. And I see so big gigantic. I, uh, <laughs> hey, 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 listen, yikes. I took notes like a day or two ago. Somebody's done their homework and well, hey, yikes. I'm doing use this voice. Yikes, Yo, are, you, are you drinking Chardonnay right now? <laughs> uh, I'm drinking. Uh, I'm taking your place. Uh, I'm not drinking White Claws, but something just as fruity and just he's, as he's doing it. Alcohol content. His, 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 uh, Yikes, smitty, you're uh, done as the foreman. The done as the Limit foreman. Break. Okay. Also, uh, Wes, you had a little Kirkshin in there uh, talking about them being really good. Really, <laughs> really, really good. Ah, uh, damn. Nice, Ron. Cut that up. All right, then. Thank you, fellas. That gets us into a great Friday. You show up at the festival when the gates open at 11 a.m. and they play the uh, the Star Wars Star Wars theme song as they allow people into the into the arena, into the uh, park for an hour of milling about beverage consumption, grabbing foods. There's like 35 food trucks that are there. You, you throw yourself down, you buy some merch or not, find a nice piece of dirt, sit on it. It's a uh, it's quite the enjoyable afternoon. So that brings us into into a slightly hungover Saturday, but not really a hungover Saturday if you're doing it right. Again, it's hot, so you can you can replenish yourself. Also, there's an IV replenish station right there at the central area at Zilker Park for the ACL. No shit. You can get an IV an IV drip replacement. How much does that cost? Can. Uh it starts at sixty nine dollars and goes up from there. So Nice. Little, little B12. Really, great. Hubba, hubba. really yeah. great idea. Hubble, hubble. That's right. Yeah. So, all right. This next round, then, let's slide down one on my screen. We'll go, we'll go goods, bow, commish, then yikes. Anything for Saturday? Um, that might work for you. Yeah. I, actually, I'm going to give you one that I would actually go to. Um, and that is going to be. From 2.15 to 3.15, The Midnight, playing at American Express, whatever that Midnight. Is. What's The Midnight all about, Goods? Well, um, I know one song by them, which is better than I knew at the John Mayer concert, in case you were checking my Twitter that night, and I was complaining about him not playing. I, was. Uh, I understood now. that reference. Um. I got a big problem with uh, going to concerts and not knowing, you know, what they're playing. So there's a song by the Midnight called Sunset. It's uh, I don't know what I would qualify it as, like electric type of music. Uh, if you've never heard it, check it out. Worth it. That's all I got. Excellent work by you. Thank you. Bo, you're up. Do you have something for me in the... Uh... 6.30 to 7 o'clock hour, because uh, that's already been picked by me, but you got something else for us? Well, I am <laughs> a huge Outcast fan, and I see Big Boy there at 6.15 to 7.15. That For me, that'd be a bucket list item. Seeing Even if it's half of Outcast, that's a bucket list item for me. I think that's it's... It. I, he comes with friends, according to all the other festivals he's been at. He was in Memphis this past weekend doing a three-day festival, and uh, he nice. does. He comes with guests and some outcast band members. And she so uh, definitely Dungeon did. Family, Dungeon Family, even better. That's one of my, my favorite albums of all time, Dungeon Family. Definitely going to see those guys on Saturday. Good That's shout, the one by the way. Item. 
Good shout, 80, that Dungeon Family album. Yeah. Yes. All right, Kamish, you got no choice but to not pick Big Boy, and you can't also pick the Midnight. So what you got for me? Yeah, you know what? Big Boy was on the uh, OLI that I had wrote down here. Uh, she bougie, she dead. Remember that reference, guys? Oh, poor bougie. Mm. <laughs> or four was that was that was yeah. that Carrie Champion? Was that yeah, it was Carrie Champion. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I it was Jamel. Yeah. Because it was on uh, Sports Center, right? Yeah, I think it was like was it like it was, a live hit? Yeah, it was. It was, it was hit, yeah. a live hit. Yes. <laughs> even better. <laughs> All right. So night two. Uh yes, I got a couple you can go see. All right. So let's look. All right, I'm checking my notes here. Uh, all right, seven fifteen to eight fifteen. Apologies for not knowing the stage, but Diplo. There's your yes. good DJ to go, Steve. You know the hey. problem with Diplo, Kamish, is that he did a Morgan Wallen remix, and that guy needs <gasps> to go to hell. Oh with no, he did. I did he not did. know that. That's Damn. the song. That's the song he leads with now at festivals. Oh, so, you're, you're kidding me! I did not nope. know that. See, I'm like an old school fan of Diplo. I'm not kept up with him, but like, oh, that 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 stings. That so hurts. Should I go back and should I, should I go to the show and yell from the back of the crowd? <laughs> Play it like it's 2012. <laughs> no shit, because that would be better actually. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's that, that stinks to hear. I didn't know he had a remix of Morgan Wallen. Oh. Well, Wolf. that's okay. We'll we'll take your pick under okay. advisement. Um, all right, all right. But probably... another night two. Another night two option. Ooh, okay, two picks. Here we go. Eight fifteen to nine thirty. Again, apologies for not knowing the stage. I didn't take that. I didn't write that down. Flume, great producer, great DJ, and hey, you might see a girl's ass get eight. Look it up. I'm gonna hit mute <laughs> while you, you know, you guys talk. Um, great. Well, that's, that's good because I, uh, the other, the other counter of the headliners on Saturday night are pink. And while she puts on a great, uh, stage show, I wouldn't say that she's just necessarily my jam for music. So, uh, right. We can definitely do a little flume action for, uh, for, no, uh, no flume's night. good. No, flume's good, man. Like, yeah, it's good chill music. Um, again, I ain't kept up with them lately, so hopefully, no remixes of some douchebag. But you know, the the problem is chill music. You know, at a festival for an hour and a half gets mm, well, rough. I hear you. You hang in there uh, and do what you can. This is what I'll tell you. Yeah, if you like, if you don't dig it after so long, venture off. They want oh, oh, ha- have no fear. I'll just wander off to the beer tent. <laughs> the great thing about this festival aside from being a cool festival it has you know plus or minus bands you like they set up uh seven gigantic like 20 by 30 projection screens and play college football all day saturday and nfl football all day sunday next to the beer tent and you can hear it three of the stages when they're going so um even if you if you like music you can listen to it if you like football you can do that um, if you like to make friends in crowded spaces, you can also do that. So do they have uh, a DraftKings booth set up or anything, or if there booth? is, I'm going to go drop drop uh, uh, Greg Cody's name and see what happens. Because that speaking would be bad of, for me, bad for me. Speaking of guys, real quick, I can shoehorn this uh, show reference in. Uh, granted, it's at the same time as Big Boy, but Lil Nas X, uh, six fifteen, seven fifteen, night two. 
there's any possible way you could go back and forth action again i know it's like you sounded like it was like a 20 30 minute jog but hey you could think of greg being pregnant in that uh, punishment <laughs> mm, that's a good shout at least i got the shout in <laughs> he, he enjoyed that a little too much i think <laughs> <laughs> He had a little too much fun with that, I think. But he was, he was a good sport. That that was cool to see that he was a good sport. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got to see some of that on Twitter. That was good. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you all. So now we'll shift our, our, our draft rotation again. Bo, you're up for, for Sunday on uh, the last day of the festival. It's got a jam band feel to it with, with some some classic people. And I can already tell you that uh, Sunday night is my silent disco night because I'll be coming back from the Austin FC football match. And uh, I'm going to come from the fest, from the stadium, right to the silent disco. So I'll be listening to Good's request on Dancing Queen for 74 minutes or whatever he told me to do. Sandstorm. Sandstorm. <laughs> and can I yeah. just do mine then? How no, man, you, pick. How dare you, Troy, skip Red Hot Chili Peppers? For that is all. Peppers. That yeah, was my pick. The peppers. Yeah, I was going to bring up the peppers as well, but uh, also another band. Well, he, already yeah, already, his, he already said he committed to something else. Yeah, the silent so, disc. I mean, hey, I mean, have you seen? Mm. Do you? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, Godfather. Do you like Red Hot Chili Peppers? The Red Hot Chili Peppers are adequate. However, if you get a, get rid of Anthony Kiedis and put Flea. And Jane's Addiction together, you have a way better band, and Ooh. that's my jam. There so, you go. I feel that. I feel that. So yeah, I can appreciate good. Red Hot Chili Peppers, but I can also listen to it on my headphones and be just as happy. Yeah, you know, I'll be like, I hadn't really kept up with them since Californication. Like, I'm way <laughs> out of the loop. So, but I would love to see them live. I won't, you know. They're killing it on the festival circuit this year. Like, everything I've read about all the stuff on the East Coast. Lollapalooza, and they did, they did. They had a couple appearances on the West Coast with, um, not Burning Man, but uh, one of the other ones that are out there. So they've had a revival that's that's kind of kind of energized their fan base, which is pretty cool because people like me are their fan base, right? But uh, also, yeah, eh. a lot of us. I can see. Like, I mean, I love like early RHCP, like '90s RHCP. I mean, they, uh, I don't know. Great, that one I, album it reminds yeah. me of growing up. Like, anyway, yeah. <laughs> Mark that. That's another great podcast discussion. We can always talk about the best music of your life was you what you heard between sixteen and a half and twenty five. No matter who you are, anyway. Yeah, no shit. All right, sixteen and a half, huh? Yeah, big changes in that year, huh? Uh, well, you know, I'm just saying. And where I came in Ohio, where I came from, you could finally drive and get away from home, get off the farm. Same. And that's what makes all the difference in life. So. Sorry, Bo, to steal your pick. Um, so go ahead and pick Red Hot Chili oh, Peppers no. or, or, or a really fine, fine gospel group early morning. There is church on Sunday at the, uh, at the ACL, which I always go sit into. They bring, a, bring in a bunch of choirs and uh, solo evangelical artists that are pretty talented musicians. So Will the uh, uh, Church of Gronk be, uh, is there a tent set up for that? <laughs> luckily not. Luckily not. Oh yeah, that, that's that is a good uh, good replacement for for the Peppers. Yeah, yeah, the uh, yeah. I, I, I'm with you on that. Although I, I I would again, that's kind of another bucket list thing. But hey, if if that one's off the table, then 
then yeah, the uh, evangelical, the, the gospel news. I, 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 I'm known to just kind of on a Sunday or even not a Sunday, listen, listen to some gospel. Just when it, the mood hits me and you know, the, the Holy ghost hits me how, man, I'll, I'll listen to gospel all day. Sometimes, I appreciate that. No, that yes. that's good stuff. And, and I've seen, I've seen, um, the, the Wesley Cray and the disciples of joy. They, they always perform every year. They always do every Sunday, ever always at 11 o'clock. So every time I've been there, this will be my fifth time to see them. And, uh, so they're they're just talented and they're they're committed and they're sincere and I love what they do to death because man if you love what you do you'll never work a day in your life right and, and I've never I've always worked every day of my life. <laughs> I, I hear that man. Oh man. Amen. Amen. All right, Kamish, that that puts you in the uh, the second pick driver's seat. We've kind of beat. Red Hot Chili Peppers to death. We're not going to see them. And also, what else can I go see? I'm just going to quickly get in here with the war on drugs. Everyone's got oh. the war on drugs. Great name, great band. Bob Dylan influence. Uh, very steady, consistent band. But have they been done before, before they got together? Like, they seem like a rehash of things that have already been, come through the world. This is like a Greta Van Fleet, like. No, like oh God, no! Get the fuck out of here! No, nothing like that. The war on drugs was. Say goods, you get that reference? Like, yeah, wow! Like, I think I touched the nerve. That is not a. That is not a band. Yeah, I can't. I can't deal with that band. There's way too much. (laughs) Oh man, Um, I think we got an episode to itself right here. I will. I will say that the war on drugs was started by a guy I can't remember his name, and also Ronald Reagan's wife, Nancy Reagan. I told you. It started yeah, by true, Nancy true. Reagan and a guy named Kurt Vile, who is, is this, also a very good listener. Is this band sitting on Nancy Reagan's lap? Or wait, the other way. Wait, is Nancy Reagan sitting on this band's lap? The Mr. T photo. I think, Fuck, I fucked I think up. you got it right there. Wes, penalty box. Yeah. Yeah, that is a penalty box. <laughs> well, that means you can't talk. All right, yikes. Finish up your thing. That's it. I was just basically saying that's a great band. It was also started by Kurt Vile, who was a great listen also. Excellent. Thank you for that. I, I think that seems like a good idea. The War on Drugs, I like more than the Japanese breakfast options. I've tried to listen to, to their stuff, and it just seems a little reductive to me. And, and okay. know, my bona fides suggest that, that they will be great, but not my kind of great. Um, okay. Before I go into night three... Let me give a shout to an old uh, guest you brought on, uh, Kells. She would be very disappointed if we didn't bring up Billy Strings night one. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I was looking over my notes and we kind of, uh, I mean, I would love to see Billy Strings. I've never got to see Billy Strings. I've listened to a lot of Billy Strings hanging out with my boy, Fast Nasty, shout. But uh, I've never got to Nasty. see him live. <laughs> and uh yeah you should go see him night one if possible uh, well here's the thing about about him he's he's releasing a new vinyl album middle of november so he's 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 game he's uh sh- workshopping all of his cool stuff now so he's gonna do a bunch of original uh, stuff at acl so i'll was, be sneaking over and doing that for sure you know what's wild about bands like him and you know a bunch of others they're, they're like stand-up comedians like they go around and they i don't know it's weird it's like they test out material or see what works it's, i don't know how to you know how to describe it but anyway night three 
Here we go. I'm going to dip back into my uh, mid-aughts uh, fueled by ramen record label phase. Uh, you need to hit up some Paramore. Ain't uh, it fun? Six to seven. Uh, don't know the stage again. Burp. But Paramore. They are playing hey, on the American Express stage. Hey, there we, hey, American Express. We could use a uh, sponsor. Yep. You know? right. Don't leave yeah. home without it. Yeah. Hey, Look at Ron. Hey. That's right. But, uh, that's, hey, a great, that's a great ramen record label shout out, by the way. Oh, yeah, dude. I, I, like, I went through a really bad breakup and it was like all about some emo bands <laughs> in mid-aughts. Yeah. Like, For sure. Ooh. Yeah, dude. Like, uh, that, that, that just... But anyway, it was uh, you know, some good music. Check out Paramore. Excellent choice. Excellent choice by you, Kamish. I also have Paramore picked for that time slot. And they unretired one of their quote-unquote canceled songs um, just oh. recently. So they're bringing out the good stuff from back when you were a youngster. So nice. I would definitely check out Paramore there in spite of what you may Google about the the uh, the lead singer's attractiveness, as I believe you said she was pretty smoking yes. okay. I, hey, hey, hey. We're all a... Hey. We like, we, you know, you know, women are, you know, they're art. And I respect uh, the lead singer of Paramore. I'll leave it at that. Excellent. Hang up and listen. All right, yikes. It's your turn to pick something that's left there. If you got a midday fit for me, I could be really happy about that. Oh, I think I do not. Um, I have an early day fit. On. I'm, re- I'm really conflicted on this one. So. Two bands I'd love to see. I'd pay anything to see. Japanese Breakfast, which is like a indie rock, electric pop um, band uh, fronted by a gal named Michelle, who's from Eugene, Oregon, who wrote a best-selling, a best-selling um, book, New York Times, called Crying in H Mart. She is a she's incredible uh, stylistically. Um, her guitar playing is amazing, but like. She just, I mean, she has a, a style uh, that's like runway-esque, kind of. So I would love to see that. Casey Musgraves, I saw open for Willie Nelson like six years ago, and I never knew who she was. Uh, I think she's reinvented country music in some ways. I'm with so you on that, I, dude. Like, that was a nice yeah, theory that I had wrote down. Like, I, I watched CMT, The Countdown, with my mom on Saturdays. And, like, I've seen some of her, like, videos. Yeah, I'm impressed. Like, I, I don't like much of that new country pop bullshit. But, like, she kind of has, like, I don't know. She weaves, like, kind of a little bit of that new country sound, but with that old twang. And, I don't know. I dig she's it. Got, she's got that old twang, but she's, like, working with people who, like, um produce like electronica stuff so like yeah, there's this weird I'm all I, I, don't about. Think, I don't think there's anyone really doing anything like that so she, she's great especially I mean, she in talks country. about like no i mean like what country music artists last said like i wrote this record on acid like that that right. that's that's not a well, that's not a past thing but so. <laughs> here's even like with country music now it's so weird i mean it's getting so well, it's been pop forever, but it's getting so pop and blending in with other genres. You have electronic music producers making tracks for country artists. You have like Marshmallow, which I'm not a fan of. Like I- I've seen him live, and like this was back when he was just first getting started. And he, like I don't know, like it- it- I almost felt like I was going through a midlife crisis. So I'm like, what am I <laughs> doing totally. here? 
Like, what right. am I doing here? Like, because I actually like Dead Mouse. I like the gimmicky DJs, but like him, I just I don't know. Like, he couldn't even do his own set. He had to get the opener to come back out, and ha- like I don't know. Anyway, I won't get into that. Sure. But, but, but he, like he he's a well known producer. Like he's a big time, and he's making tracks for country artists. It's wild. Anyway, let me let me throw two things out there for for y'all about about this. I appreciate that, Casey Musgrave, and I'm gonna go check over and see her because. She has this gigantic fight ongoing with uh, a couple of other country icons. She'll be boycotting the the Country Music Awards this year because she supported oh. some people who weren't necessarily in the mainstream country music fandom. And uh, so just based on her ide- uh, ideals of allowing people to be at her shows and do what they want to do, I'm going to be supportive of that. I'm also going to throw out um, a jam band I'm going to miss out on that I feel bad again, shout out Kells um, goose will be there from six, seven to eight 15. And goose. Sorry. The pro- that's right. take, take me home or lose me forever. He's shaking his head. Killing um, me. Killing me. The jam bands. Just, are like, fun. just like goose was, you know, he was, he was killed too soon. too soon the jam bands are fun when they're just by themselves but when they only got an hour to do their jam thing they feel rushed and a little bit weird that's so true you know that's one thing about i'm glad you brought that up man i'm here for you from from like well i come from a electronic music perspective with festivals i am not a big fan of the like again you gotta you gotta jam all these people into a, a lineup and set up you know like they play for 45 minutes or an hour but i mean certain people that that, that's just they can't do it like that's just not like you said like jam bands who wants to see a jam band play for 45 minutes well the people who like that's like two songs right right um i mean but again there's reasons why they have to do it you know blah, blah 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 yada yada but I guess that's where, you know, like when you go to see festivals, there's people that stand out to you and you're like, oh, I'll go check them out when they go on tour. Then I can see them for longer. I don't know. But anyway. Well, that that's kind of my jam for this particular festival this year has been I'm looking to see acts I would love to see, but they do arenas now and I don't like arena tours. And so that's why I'm kind of sneaking in on some of the Paramours and and that sort of stuff. But you guys have provided great advice. I appreciate that. There's some artists, some some hip hop artists. I'm going to try and see. Hey, do I get to go? I I added one. Oh sure, go ahead. (laughs) Don't be too excited. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not saying. Oh sure, go ahead. All of a sudden, I got skipped. I'm not really sure why. Is it because Wes took my time? It's because you're boring. Did I took my allotted time? Yeah, you know, Uh, it's been a while since I've been on. A few items. One, I want you to listen to a Levitard podcast during your silent disco. I think that would be funny. Uh, <laughs> number two, I was, gonna, I was going to say I want you to go to special guests from 3.30 to 3.45 because I feel like that could be exciting. Um, it's it's conversion therapy. Um, and then I landed on, since I am clearly the person who knows the least about music here, and I feel like that's pretty obvious, I landed on... Isaac Dunbar from three to four o'clock because I feel like we all know an Isaac who's weird and Isaac Dunbar could either be your cousin or a serial killer. And so you just, I I think you're going to get a nice different variety of, 
people watching whatever Isaac Dunbar is and whatever yeah. he thinks. Yeah. Isaac sounds Dunbar. Like your, sounds like your fifth cousin. Isaac Dunbar could have been fifth string on my Colorado 1995 team. So I, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> Mic nice. drop. Mic drop for sure. <laughs> 